Good morning and welcome to 49th edition of Miracle World today. Friends, do you always follow your plans? Do you always fulfill what you want to achieve on a daily basis? Do you always follow your step 1, step 2 and step 3? Have you ever been disrupted in your work with God? Maybe you are on your way to Was- to Washington DC. But the Holy Ghost the same day you want to leave to Washington DC. The Holy Ghost said no, you're not going to Washington DC. I want you to land in New York. Even though you don't know why you want to land in New York, but do you listen? Do you always follow that path? Most of you or some of us always want to follow our plain path. Some of the routes you want to follow right now may not be the dictate of the Holy Spirit. You've got to understand that those who are led by the Spirit do not mind if their former program and life journey are disrupted by the dictates of the Holy Spirit. If you're truly led by the Spirit of God, I can guarantee you once in, your, in a while, your form, former in a, in a plan, hello somebody, your, your, your journey plan will always be disrupted. People that insist to always follow their former program on a daily basis are not men and women of the spirit. If you're a man and woman of the spirit, you will always leave something, a space for the Holy Spirit to come in in spite of your plan. As a preacher, every Sunday or prior to Sundays, I always plan my sermons. I never ever go to pulpit without having a plan. I always do have something I want to share with God's people. But I also do know that sometimes when I get to the altar, I realize that I, I only share 70 or 75% of what I came with. 25% of all the other things I share on that day, most cases are things I never touch off. The Holy Spirit just release it right there on the altar. If I insisted or if, that I was going to you know, follow my note plan, I will end up preaching Holy Spirit out of my teaching. So over the years I've discovered that sometimes as a preacher you've got to give some space for the Holy Spirit in your former plan always allow the spirit of God a place. So I've learned not to always finish my notes on Sundays and I hardly finish my notes in the last many years since I discovered that I may not always follow my 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 flight my flight route. When I started, when I became a new preacher, I make sure I finish the thing I want to finish on that particular day. But now it's no longer possible because I've discovered that though I may have my own plan or my own preparation, some of those preparation are things the Lord then loaded into my spirit. Some of them may be things I may have extracted, you know, from in my own way of thinking god i may have taught in a certain pattern and and, and sometimes i may be thinking oh, what a great way to present this word today but the holy ghost know that that thought or that plan no, that part i'm taking may not be what he wants me to say he will still let me go to the altar by the time i get to the altar he will you know overhaul me and take out those things he doesn't want me to say and now give me about 25% of things i never planned with and load me with those things now i have long i hardly follow my notepad 
because I am willing to allow the Holy Spirit to dis- dis- disrupt me. <laughs> Even Jesus Christ was disrupted in his plan. If you read the book of Matthew chapter 9, reading from 27 to 30, the Bible says, And Jesus went on from there. Two blind men followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him, and he asked them, Do, do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. Then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. And their sight was restored. Jesus warned them sternly, See that no one knows about it. Why this? Jesus Christ, I think, had finished a great ministry, a great program, and, and possibly was on his way to somewhere, to, 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 to some place. And this blind man, you know, met him, blind Bartimaeus. And they started crying out to him. They literally disrupt the plan of Jesus. It's like he wanted to take some rest and continue with his journey. But they disrupted what Jesus Christ wanted to do that afternoon. And Jesus Christ ended up healing them and speaking to them, even though it was not in his plan, in his, you know, in his in his plan, in his former plan for the day. There are many Christians that will never allow anything to come in between their former plan. Sometimes as a child of God, you've got to be informal. Don't always follow your plan route, your, your, you know, your plan route. Don't always follow your former way. Your ways may not be the, way, the ways of God. As the heaven is far above the earth, so is the ways of God you know, far from our ways. Now, successful people are not usually rigid people. Successful people are not usually rigid people. Hence, do not be overly rigid because rigidity is an enemy to creativity. Rigidity is an, is an enemy to creativity. Many of you that are rigid may not be able to fulfill your destiny because you may not know when God is calling. You may not know when God is speaking. Jesus, Jesus' former journey plan was disrupted by blind Bartimaeus, as I've told you before, and even the woman with issue of blood, even though he wasn't going their path, you know, or their way. Looking at Luke chapter 8, verse 41 to 48, the Bible tells us, Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house. Because his only daughter, a girl of about 12 years, 12, was dying. And Jesus was on his way going to Jairus' house. The crowd almost crushed him. And a woman was there who had been subjected to bleeding for 12 years. But no one could heal her. She came up behind him and tore the, 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 the edge of his cloak. And immediately her bleeding stopped. Hello, somebody. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, someone touched me. I know this is a different touch. I know the power has gone out of me. Then the woman, seeing that Jesus could no longer, could, could, then the woman, seeing that she could, she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet in the presence of the people. She told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Watch this. Jesus Christ had an appointment. In fact, it was a serious appointment. Jairus' daughter was dying. 
glory to God. And Jesus Christ was on his way, the giant of his house. So if he was to be a, a human being, there was nothing. He was not going to give his attention to anything else. He was going to continue his journey. But this woman that had had a two years problem, two years pain, and two years shame, you know, find her way to pull Jesus' clothes. I believe he was not just touching. I, I sense to some extent she pulled the clothes. And Jesus Christ stopped and said, who touched me? I knew that something has gone out of my body. But the question is, if you were to be Jesus, would you stop when you already have your, your, your plan in your flight route, your plan route, your former plan? You would not have stopped. Many of us are too former. We are unholy former. Too many of us are truly unholy former. I can tell you right now, many of us don't listen to the voice of the Spirit. I believe these are the days and the season. The Holy Ghost is calling you to slow down and hear what he will, he would want to want want you to hear or hear what he he would want to say glory to god if paul was a rigid fellow he wouldn't have responded to the call come uh, come to macedonia and help us when he already had a journey itinerary looking at the book of Acts chapter 16 6 to 10 we realize the bible says paul and his companions traveled through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from, from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Mesia, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to enter. They wanted to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to enter. Did you see that? They were sensitive. That means they were sensitive to the Spirit of God. That was their preparing not their flight route. So they passed to, therefore, they, they, they passed by Mesia and went down to Troas. The Spirit did not tell them to go to Troas. But the Spirit said, Don't go to me, don't go to you know to, to Mesia or to Bithynia. I have not sent you there. However, the Spirit did not tell them where he wanted them to go. They obeyed the voice of the Spirit because they were they were very sure that God was not going to lead them wrong. God may lead you around, but he will not lead you wrong. So when they finally you know, got into trials, during the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, come over to Macedonia and help us. After, after Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at, at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. You see, he was not planning to go to Macedonia. But the Spirit of God disrupted his flight path. Do you allow the Spirit of God to get involved, to, to interject you, to do what he wants to do with your life? It's time and season for us to allow the Spirit of God to begin to walk in our heart. Anyone who intends to make progress must learn to slow down occasionally and bend a little bit to hear what the Lord and the people are saying. Many of us, we are too busy for our family, too busy for our wife, for our children especially we ministers, we are too busy. We don't always hear what the family is saying because we are busy for the people. It's time now for you not to allow your job to disrupt you having time with the Holy Spirit. Many of you no longer spend time with God because you're too busy with pursuing money, pursuing your job, your career, and your school. No, living life in the fast lane is not always the, always, always the way to great success. Living life in the fast lane is not always the way to great success. Even God, our Creator, slowed down on the seventh day. 
Would, can't you slow down at this time? Hello, somebody. Is it not time to slow down? Genesis chapter 2, 2-3 says, Toss the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. Hello, somebody. That is verse 1. I mean, Genesis 2, 1-3. But the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. He rested from all, all his work. So God took time to refresh. Glory to God. From all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. Many of you do not know how to you know, rest and fellowship with yourself. God, who is the beginning and the end, had to rest in order to fellowship with himself. But we can rest and fellowship with God. We are actually in better position. Lord, because we have somebody to fellowship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Hebrews 4 4 says, For somewhere he has spoken about the seventh day in this manner, and on seventh day God rested from all his work. From all. Is it not time for you to take some rest? Many times I'm guilty of this. Keep pushing and keep pushing. It's time for us to take some rest so that we can fellowship with the King of Glory, the Maker of your soul. Hebrews 4.10 For whoever enters God's rest also rests from his own work. When you are fellowshipping with God, you are also resting from your own distraction, from your own work. For whoever no, enters God's rest also rests from his own work, just as God did from his. I pray today you will enter into God's rest. I say in the name of Jesus, you are entering into God's rest. Whatever that is distracting you from fellowshipping with God, from loving God, from honoring God, from walking the way, the path of greatness and path of righteousness. The path of greatness is the path of fellowship with God. The path of greatness is part of, of, of what? Relationship with God. Your job will not, you know, give you eternity. I'm telling you, going to park and the beach will not give you eternity. You need those. That's part of the plan of resting anytime you want to rest. But give God more attention than you've given to your job. You are too busy rushing to Jairus' place. What about the woman of Isha blood who've been there for many years? She's calling to you right now. Would you be able to look by the side and see and hear the next voice? It's time to hear God. Exodus 16, 23 says, He told them, this is what the Lord has said. Tomorrow is the day of solemn rest. I'm telling you now, the Lord is saying, this season is your season of rest. A holy Sabbath to the Lord. So bake what you want to bake and boil what you want to boil. Then set aside whatever remains and keep it until morning because tomorrow is going to be a, a moral of solemn rest. I want you to know, friends, that God desire that you take time and look up to him. You pause a little a moment and worship him and spend time with him. Have you read your Bible in the last two weeks? Have you ever knelt for the last for 15 minutes in the last two weeks? Are you truly a child of God? Do you have relationship with your creature? If not, it's time to pause, rest from your own work, and enter into the rest of God. May God bless you in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for everyone that have have listened. Bless them and empower them. Cause them to apply this word and this scripture today for your glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Apostle Prince Blessing Chikazir, the senior pastor of King's Mercy Global Church here in Auckland, New Zealand. Follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. 
If you ever have a prior point or you need counseling, do not hesitate to call upon us. We'll be ready to help you. God bless. Bye.